Welcome to Truth Telling Thursday. Today, we will have the first episode of a four-part series that we're doing on relationship issues. So let's get started. Our tool today from God's toolbox, the Bible, is being unequally yoked. That's right. What does it mean to be unequally yoked? Are you, in fact, unequally yoked? First of all, this terminology refers to an ancient practice of joining together two oxen with a collar around each and a wooden board between them. If the two oxen were basically the same height and size, the system of tying them together, the yoke, worked properly and the team could do the task required of them with little effort since they were working together in tandem. But if one ox was much shorter than the other one, or if one ox was much weaker than the other, the team of oxen were unequally yoked and the work was not able to be done because either one would walk more slowly than the other or the load could not be evenly distributed, causing problems with them performing the job. The terminology of being unequally yoked comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, where Paul is speaking about accepting God's gift of salvation, living for and serving God. In verses 14 through 17, he speaks about how relationships with others can interfere with our relationship with Christ. The King James Version of the Bible used the terminology of being unequally yoked, and somehow that phrase has become a mainstay in Christendom. Perhaps a better understanding of what Paul is saying is found in the New Living Translation. It says, don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? There it is. Being unequally yoked means the lopsided relationship between a believer of Jesus Christ and an unbeliever. We are to build quality relationships with all people, even and especially unbelievers. But it is best to stop there. Marriage between the two is warned against time and time again. 1 Corinthians 15 and 33 says, Bad character corrupts good character. The reason for these warnings is that Christian believers and unbelievers will run into all sorts of problems and snares in their marriage because they will most likely have different beliefs and values. They will believe differently about issues like sin and money, worship and tithing, and so many other things. 
their worldviews will differ and their goals and practices will conflict. Marriage between two people with the same set of beliefs can still be difficult, but to add the burden of competing interests makes it all the more difficult. This was the reason why so many times in the Bible we find warnings to the Israelites about intermarrying peoples of other cultures. Exodus 34 verses 15 and 16, Deuteronomy 7 verses 3 and 4, Joshua chapter 23 verses 11 through 13 are all warnings. It was not a racial or prejudicial thing, but rather an issue of the people of God turning away to worship idol gods and then having their children turn away from the one and true living God. It is not a sin to be unequally yoked in marriage. It's just difficult. So it's something to consider while you are still dating and not married. Just as it it is not impossible for a rich man to enter heaven, it is so much harder, though, like a camel entering the, the eye of a needle. It's not impossible for the unequally yoked to be successful in marriage, just much more difficult. So if you are married to an unbeliever of Jesus Christ already, what should you do? Most definitely, you should pray for the salvation of your spouse and model good Christian behavior before them. Pray to God for them on their behalf. God will hear your cries for help. Look at the marriage of Ruth and Boaz in the Bible. Ruth was from Moab, the enemy of the Israelites, and she was a widow. Boaz was an Israelite leader, the son of Rahab the harlot, and he was much older than Ruth. At first glance, they certainly seem unequally yoked, especially by some of today's standards. But their union was blessed of God and produced a son named Obed, the grandfather of King David, directly in the lineage of Jesus. So when we think about relationships, Always consider the advice and directives of the Bible. As Christians, we are warned about teaming up with unbelievers. That is, being unequally yoked in marriage. It is not a sin, but avoiding it may help make life a tad bit simpler. God bless you. Join us next week when we talk about celibacy and sexuality in part two of Relationship Issues, coming from God's Toolbox, the Bible.